Hello, Brookies. Hey. How's it going? It's going. Oh, it is going all right. That was a, that was a stressful beginning to recording. <laughs> I am the Mackie Mouse. Ooh, it's me, Isla. <laughs> We're so, we sound so stressed out. <laughs> oh, uh, so behind the scenes... We, having, we almost we just had to cancel time. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, completely, like, forever. <laughs> uh, we had some technical difficulties trying to get set up. And in, because uh, podcasts are not live, you didn't need any of that information. But I want I felt We're telling like you anyway. Yeah, yeah we had to be honest and upfront I, about it. I feel like I have to give you context to our, <laughs> our stressed voices. But it doesn't matter because we're here and we're ready to share another episode of Once Upon a Time with you. Of course, that is why you are here. Um, So, yeah, this is the Storybrooke Circus, uh, where we review all of the Once Upon a Time episodes one by one. We're currently on season one, episode seven today. Chugging right along. I feel like we're getting, we're really getting through into the meat. I know, it's it's coming. Like, I feel like we're, we know who they are now. We know what they're doing, what they're about, kind of. Yeah. And this far in, in episode seven, we're going to get a bit of a doozy today. Uh, we thought we were really getting into, I, I like the pace, right? So they they make you feel comfortable. You get like how they're doing it. Now, they're not going to change up necessarily like the way that they tell the story. It's going to be the same. But very similar to the middle of season one of Lost, they really start to like, right after they make you comfortable, they start to ramp up like the idea that they can start throwing in little twists and stuff. Well, here and there. funny you say that because I decided to restart Lost. Yeah, you did. I did. You, by the way, and I am getting to that weird point. Um, spoiler alert: you know they just killed the polar bear, and yeah, yeah they're yeah. like it's getting we- it's getting weird now. Oh, you know they like found cranking. they found Adam and Eve. Um, okay, yeah, and now yeah. they're living there, and we just found out about Sawyer's past and how Sawyer came to be Sawyer, which is... Oh, it's my favorite season one episode. <sighs> so sad. So, 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 yeah. so sad. Because it really gives you a different perspective, which I, I, I like, because I think that's my favorite, because it starts to really inform you as a viewer that the storytellers are not telling you the whole story up front. So now yeah. you spend the rest of the show kind of like waiting for like, but what's the real story? And I like that kind of expectation right. that you will eventually reveal a little bit more. Like say you just left. So, you know, things are about to get real now. Cause oh, like man. somebody's out there. So I'm so, Don't worry, yeah, everybody. I just want, it's getting am, good now. I'm pressuring her to do a lost podcast. Don't worry. I have it under control. <laughs> I just have to watch it myself again, not as yeah, a yeah. 14 year old. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And but it's I, good. I, I brought it up to Taryn and she said she would willingly rewatch Lost with me. So maybe we can do a, a, a little like three way pod. That would that actually be kind of fun. Because she's she's got a very interesting perspective on this because she doesn't follow procedural drama like that. Um, so she uh, she's coming at it from from a very innocent, genuine point of view. Like she just takes for face value what the, what yeah. they're giving you on screen, which is so awesome because you know so many of us are programmed to. I mean, I'll say it: we overthink yeah, storylines I mean, sometimes that's my to try and like life is you know what I mean overthinking. So, uh, and she doesn't do that. She's very. Uh, she's very straightforward that way which i i love i don't i i don't think that is a negative thing at all i think that's actually a very cool perspective to take yourself back from the lore and just 
you know, because then when she asks me questions and I'm trying to like fill her in on things, not only does she get a bigger picture from that, but then I also see like, oh, actually, some of these things are simple in their foundation. You know what I mean? Like what right. they're trying to tell us underneath. Like she's very much getting that message. And I'm trying to like figure out motivation and all this yeah. other, like who's doing what. <laughs> it's a great show. God, that's such a good show. That's fantastic. Um and there is obviously a lot of lost crossover uh, in this one there. We have quite a bit today. Uh, before we get into that, we would like to give an honorable mention to our opening segment of the Storybrooke Daily Mirror. Isla, how does one submit to the Storybrooke Daily Mirror if you'd like to be featured in oh our gosh. fake newspaper? There's so many ways that you can do that. So many. So many. First of all, you can leave us a five-star review. Yeah. On iTunes. Even if you don't like the show, just leave a five-star review anyway. Honestly, make something up. <laughs> that's true. Or tell us about how awful it is while leaving a five-star review. Yeah, that's... leave the five-star review and be like, you guys suck. And I'll accept And then we'll that. read it. And we'll totally read it. You can call in to our voicemail. We promise we won't answer, but we'll play <laughs> it on the show. I like we have to promise that you won't. You I won't get that. I, every day that I have to make calls at work, I'm like, please get a voicemail, please get a voicemail. Oh yeah, all the time. Which is well, terrible. You can get That's a, awful that I do that. I do that. I always do that. I just don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this right now. Like, please, yeah. please, please, please. Well, please. listen. We promise if you call our number, uh, it's a guaranteed voicemail. So that's good. It's two zero seven five three six eight five one two. If you called it right now, no one will pick up. It will just be a, a one of our pleasant voices, and we'll just tell you, hey, if you want to make fun of us, now's the time. Go for it. Knock yourself out. <laughs> and if you don't want to leave a voicemail, you can send us a DM. You can. The SBC pod. Uh, on you Instagram. You yeah. can email us at the SBC pod at gmail.com. You made it easy. They're all the same. And we easy have a Discord. And we have a Discord. Boom. Uh, I don't remember if I actually put the Discord link in last week's uh, it's show a note, secret but club. If I didn't. So you just have to let us know and we will let you in. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, by the way, I realize uh, that some people don't know what a Discord is. Uh, if you... <laughs> I know, I talk older, about it like I've known about it forever when you literally had to walk me through a step-by-step process like, <laughs> not even a year ago. Uh, if you're older than 30, then you remember AOL chat rooms. It's basically that. Yeah, don't... <laughs> I know you don't, because I am barely remember that, because I was barely old enough to. I thought you were going to talk about AIM, and I'm like, no, 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 this is my thing. I am, I'm here to talk about AIM, but I don't well, know what the Well, AIM is, is direct, one-to-one one one person, people. Yeah. Uh, well, di- a Discord is a, a... They call them servers. They're really made for gamers, but it's for everybody. Um, and you have channels, right? So in each channel, there's like a theme, so there's like in this place you can put memes and in this place you can talk about lost and in this place you can talk about the polls that we put up and they're all separated out and then there's just a bunch of people chatting in them it's just a big chat room that's all it's it is. and there's some voice channels in there too if you feel so inclined to put your voice out there uh but it is a really really fun place to be you, it's a great place to talk about the podcast after the show and uh it's a great place to talk to other people who are listening with you uh we have how, how many do we have in here right now let's see uh, we got a we got a fair decent. We're coming up on on a on a nice ten. We're, we're I was gonna say yeah, that seems like it's around like eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if you'd like to join our little party, we would love to have you because we want to talk to you guys about this show because we love it and Lost and other things. Um, 
It looks like I didn't put it in the show notes, I don't think. Oh, no, I did. I did. Okay, good. So uh, it will be in the show notes again for for this season, um, season one, episode <laughs> seven. So our episode is The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. It is a <laughs> huntsman, the huntsman character backstory, who's the... the uh, hunter who chases after Snow White, who's uh, sicked on her from the Queen, uh, in the famous story of Snow White. Well, we're gonna finally get to see the Huntsman go after her in story um, in the Chandler Forest. This was uh, aired on December eleventh, two thousand eleven, and it was written by the OGs, the Lost OGs, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz wrote oh. this one. Yeah, and it was directed by David Barrett, who's a new, a new, not a new director, but new to us. Uh, and this synopsis today is one of the town's residents begins to remember their fairy tale past, which is kind of big. Who's it gonna be? Right. Uh, and Storybrooke mourns the loss of one of their own. Ooh. <gasps> Meanwhile, in the fairy tale world that was. The evil queen attempts to find a heartless assassin to murder Snow White. It's a big wow. deal. Um, yeah, so this this is a big one. Uh, we have we've gotten some we've gotten eased into this format. We've gotten eased into finding someone in Storybrooke who f- seems fairly obvious. And then going back into the Enchanted Forest and being like, okay, you're that person. Particularly with someone like Archie, you know? Uh, I feel like Geppetto and Marco seemed... I feel like that was a reveal like halfway through the episode, but that wasn't a Marco episode. It was an Archie episode. And and we kind of figured out that Archie was Jimmy Cricket really early on. So it's it's nice to... And then obviously Mr. Gold, you know, we see him in the very first episode as, as Rumpelstiltskin... We see Mr. Gold show up. Gold, good. His we face like, is gold. It's yeah. not hard. We get it. Uh, this is where they start to get a little bit more cryptic about people that Who's show up in both places. Because we have to reiterate that everybody in Storybrooke is enchanted. This is not the people who started in Storybrooke are enchanted and random people from the outside wandered into town. Emma is the first person whole to enter town. this town. Yeah, the whole town. So anybody that we see in the town, including extras, to be fair, uh, should appear in in the Enchanted Forest. And I read up a little bit on some stuff uh, regarding Abigail and Catherine. Um, and they do talk about like, in future, like once the storylines that we're looking at now kind of wrap up, you don't really see a lot of those characters again. Well, I read up in the wiki and they actually give plots like for future storylines, not storylines, but like saying where this person ended up when stuff happens in a few seasons huh. with the town, right? They're like, uh, Catherine still lives there, you know, and an X person still lives there. And like, How whatever, like, these people are still there. So like when stuff is going on with the Enchanted Forest or we do flashbacks, they they still establish that those people are all in this bubble and it, and it stays that way, at hmm. least for quite a while. Um, so, yeah, so there's so, you know, a lot of the school kids and like the, the employees that are working in whatever things that we see, like they're all somebody, you know, um, so. Yeah, we're starting to kind of like pick out and Lost does this too of like you see a bunch of people who are constantly interacting who aren't part of your main characters Mm -hmm. and you have to figure out like 
what part of the plane are they from and like what like how did they get to the beach and like what you know like it, it really starts to like get into the secondary characters if you will and as we get even further into lost you get into like <laughs> characters you haven't even you're like where did you even come from it gets great um <laughs> so and and they do they do a little bit of, bit of that here where we're trying to and this feel doesn't this feel very like the manifest on the plane like you're it trying to does. figure out like you're trying right? to figure out who is who who's where who, they what came your from relationship is. Yeah. yeah except in this case it's like am the whole town has amnesia and obviously the plane you know people on the plane didn't but you're still trying to figure out like where people's stories come from uh well some production notes on on this did we establish i did this last time and i don't remember if we had a um, production notes theme we don't no we it's don't this. because it was just the that's not it for now <laughs> I don't, i'm I vetoing that bell. idea that's not it or something you're vetoing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forgot to do that again uh <laughs> production notes i'm actually looking into making a jingle of my own by the way not a jingle per se but like a radio voice just say, for funsies how, how um how brave I like, how bold of you. I like found out how to do it in the program that I'm recording in, so I'm just gonna like Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be so embarrassing, but I'm gonna try and do okay. it for the a future episode soon. Um anyway. Uh just a couple of cast notes. Um I'm gonna save some of my notes and some of my things for later in the episode because I don't wanna give away who we're supposed to be focusing on, because not even you really know <laughs> based on what this episode is. So I want to kind of wait, and then I'll do them in the middle of the episode at some point. But uh, this is the first episode that Josh Dallas technically does not appear. Although, false, because there's one of the episodes where the John Doe doesn't appear, and, like, Charming is credited but doesn't appear, so it's not the first episode that Josh Dallas isn't in. It's weird. I don't... Yeah, it was, like, the second episode or something. But anyway, they claim it is. Um, Some abandoned ideas. Apparently, there were plans for a future story about Snow White using uh, the whistle that the Huntsman made for her. They, The show creators who wrote this episode, they said, we had something special planned for that. They were quoted as saying, but it never happened. They just kind of... It had to scrap it for whatever drops the ball is, on that one i know and i was like oh that kind of i like trust these guys now so i'm like what would what would have been fun like what cool twist would they have like you know used no they just definitely whistle? forgot and then... <laughs> i wouldn't put it past them <laughs> um jennifer it's like me morrison. with my wedding veil I, you just forget it's fine did you forget to wear it at all yeah <laughs> like my friend I mean, at like 9.45, like, you know, like towards the end of the regular reception, we're uh-huh. sitting there and we're just chatting and she goes, oh my God, like, I can't believe you changed your mind on your veil. And I was like, did I? <laughs> oh my God. Like I literally put my hand up on my head and I was like, it's and my there? best friend Jocelyn, my maid of honor looks and goes, <gasps> like, she goes, <laughs> it's in the room. It's, it's on the hanger. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm like, you, we did this we had we, one. we I'm not, i don't even want to talk about how much i paid for that stupid piece of fabric that i did oh not wear didn't use wow yeah so they whistle. forgot the whistle just like i forgot my veil <laughs> well don't Edward be a pregnant bride because you will forget literally everything <laughs> 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 oh man that uh yeah that that hits me right in the gut that's i got i know the feeling of just like 
it especially was when it's too the late to funniest. fix it. It was just <laughs> like so funny because it was just like it was over. The wedding was right. Over, at least it over. wasn't like at the very beginning of the ceremony or something where you're like, you know. No, and apparently all my go. fake ass family members and friends were watching me walk down the aisle and they were like, she's never real one. <laughs> <laughs> like I went over to my mom when she told me and I was like, Mom, I didn't and she goes, Put your veil on, I know. I did I that was not a conversation we were gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> Good mom. Good going. Yeah. Way to know the priorities here. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Yeah. So they well, forgot they to... just forgot the whistle and now they're yeah. gonna let you pretend like it was this big thing and we'll never right. know. And we'll never know. Uh moving right along, Jennifer Morrison uh evidently pulled a muscle while shooting the fight scene with Regina. due to shooting the fight from so many different angles in the cold wow that must be some wow we have that to look forward to uh and when emma is pressing a pack of ice against her wound her is it there isn't there flower wrist tattoo that they Again. sometimes take Again. out but sometimes don't it is missing when she's pressing uh pressing the pack of ice against her whatever wound in the regina cat fight that goes on <laughs> uh oh you know what i i want to see if i can stall long enough to put the audio remember i showed you the new audio that we have we finally have oh, and yes. if regina and emma are gonna fight we need that audio that's important um our next segment before we get into the episode as we always do since we are a big fan of our crossover of lost what's in the hatch uh, when Emma walks away in anger, a pavement sign outside the marine garage shows the number 15. <sighs> uh, there is a close-up of Graham's eye as he awakens, recurring theme from Lost, and two darts at the sheriff's station are stuck in the number 8 and 15 to I'm Lost sorry, number the number eight. thing is just so easy, and it's like, guys, can we be a little better about this? I know. I think it's one of the things that, like, they never intended on someone to just be, like, enumerating every single Easter egg. Yeah. They're just just putting them in there frequently. Like, anytime there's a number, they're like, don't make it, you know, like, 29. Like, make it, you know, 15 or 16 or whatever. And I I assume they then turn and quietly chuckle to themselves when they do it on set yeah. and walk away every <laughs> single time. <laughs> but when they actually like write something into the script, that's great too. But I just, I feel like it's a scavenger hunt. So I feel like even though the numbers are stupid, I want to still look out for them. Well, yeah, for Just because they're sure. like fun to, and it's something you would never do when you're watching the, the show normally, but yeah, don't worry. Uh, we story We're doing circus. it for you. <laughs> city council members uh will gladly do the work for you and uh point it out so that you can have fun with us <laughs> oh god okay well let's just get into the episode and hope that the rest of it does not go as poorly as the beginning of it <laughs> here we are season seven the hunts something 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 what the <laughs> the the heart is a lonely hunter okay here we go <laughs> All right, so we're seeing a, a wolf in the distance in the title card this week. So that'll be fun. And here's a deer. Actually, a picture of a deer. <laughs> I love the little tweeting birds in the background to make you think that right. it's like a real thing. 
Uh, Ruby. Good old slutty Ruby coming in with her midriff out again in the middle of a restaurant. Thank you. <laughs> Handing him shots. Like, this is weird. Like, this diner is so wild. Like, where's your liquor license? I want to see it. Literally. <laughs> Emma, what can I get you? Uh, you can put clothes on. That's what you can do for me. <laughs> like, have some respect, Ruby. Excuse me, sir. How? You could have hit me. Never miss. You've been avoiding me since last night. When I really hate the, the sexual air. tension in front of everyone. Yes, I can't describe how uncomfortable it makes me. Like, yeah, like the whole diner can see the two of them. Everyone like, hash is out listening there. to you talk about this right now. <laughs> I'm not avoiding you, Graham. I just have no interest in having this conversation. It's your life. I really don't care. Whisper Emma. I like that. If you don't care, then why are you so upset? You're yelling. Can you can you hear them echoing through the street right now? You're screaming <laughs> right now. Hilarious. Be at the bar with me having a drink and not running away. It's none of my business, really. Can we please talk about this? I need you to understand. Why? I don't know. Maybe so I can understand. You need an- um, masculinity. Excuse me? I need you to understand, and then a rather reasonable question, why do you need me to understand? I don't, I don't know, so I can understand. This sounds and her like, answer is so perfect. Yeah, yeah. Analysis, go talk to Archie. Thank you. Go seek professional help because I am not your therapist. Like, I don't right. get paid to help you unpack your baggage. Go find somebody to do that for you. Not literally. Me. Great job, Emma. <sighs> this whole thing, this is very, this feels like you caught a guy cheating and he's trying to, like, yeah, to, like and it's talk like, his way out of. She owes she's just you a friend. shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's not weird. This is, this is how that would play out. It's just funny that it's the, that. The way that that the guy's mind is is written, me and my friend call that guy ideology. But we were oh talking my about God. right now <laughs> of like how he thinks that like how this conversation is going to go. It's funny because you always see guys just getting to the next sentence that's going to fall out of their mouth. They don't think ahead. No. There's no like where I'm going to go nope. in the conversation. It's just what group of words can I say to get to the next period to get yep. you to stop running away from me, mm-hmm. which is super toxic. And he's not trying to be toxic, but it's just kind of playing off that way. It's very bad. Can we please talk about this? I need you to understand. Why? I don't know. Maybe so I can understand. You need analysis. Go talk to Archie. I want to talk to you. No. judgment is your problem, not mine. Thank you. You don't know what it's like with her. I don't feel anything. (laughs) There are people. (laughs) Very personal. (laughs) Very. Also, gross. (laughs) Just bail out. Abandon ship. This whole conversation. (laughs) Bad relationship, yeah. I understand a bad relationship. I just don't want to talk about yours. Look, I know you and Regina have your own issues, and, and I should have told you about that before you took the job. Yeah, why the secrecy? We're all adults. You can do whatever you want. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want you to look at me the way you are now. The way I would throw myself in front of that moving car. Like, the way I would just get right. out of the situation. Just, like, would be just flop over. <laughs> <laughs> just into this, like, a fish. Just, like, bloop. Oh my god, no. (laughs) Get out. I have to go. (laughs) So I'd like to give a little tiny bit of context to this, because this is the first time where actually doing some research for the podcast has uh, filled in some gaps here. 
what we have seen with the two of them so far, there's like a little bit of tension that they're trying to push. Well, they taped more attention. They just deleted the scenes. So Why? and they deleted them because they're not really all that important to the plot, but they deleted key moments between these two people specifically. So I'm thinking of uh, the first or the second episode, she tries to leave. And this actually becomes important later in the episode, but she goes to leave. Graham is the one to convince her to stay, or at least one of the people to sit down and have a conversation with her and be like, just give it a chance. And they deleted the whole thing. And in the next episode, they actually reference, like Graham references that conversation that they had, but we as the viewer never saw it. And 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 there's yeah. little moments like that where they are, he's appearing to care about her more than kind of what is normal. Right. And they removed so many of those that it doesn't kind of make sense that he's being so clingy about her. And like, because he's acting like a guy who doesn't want to lose his girl on the side. Especially you since know I mean? all we've seen of him so far really is him just sleeping with Regina. So you're kind of like, yeah. dude, she doesn't have to care about this. Like, she should. Yeah. It's fine. So it's a little bit out of, like, they're going out of their way to kind of do this. Like, he has to yeah. chase her down the street. And oh my. And like, she's. And I like the fact that she does say. Like, we're all adults. Like, why does this even matter? It doesn't. And, and he's like, well, I don't want you to look at me like how you're looking at me now, which I understand that, like, embarrassment part, but this is a lot for just some local town embarrassment, you know? Right. For somebody that you don't know. Because. Right. <laughs> what? Because what? No. And then he kisses her. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so much. What a kiss. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bro, that was one hell of a kiss. Right. What are we seeing here? We're seeing woods. We saw that wolf. So you remember in the first episode where I was like, this random stupid wolf is in the middle of the street and I don't think they ever reference it again. Like we see that same wolf, like in this weird, yeah. crazy, like mushroom acid trip flashback that he just had just by kissing Emma, which is pretty wild. What was that? Did you see that? How much have you been <laughs> drinking? That was way over the line. Sorry, I just... What? You What? I need to feel something. Oh my. You were drunk and so toxic. I get it. But whatever it is you were looking to feel, I can tell you one thing. You're not getting it with me. Should we have put a trigger warning at the beginning of the scene? Because <laughs> this yeah. is aggressive. This is a lot. And now he's at Regina's house. This is a. <laughs> Graham. Is Henry asleep? Yes, why? Yikes. Oh my god. It's just so, so yikes. Much. Now. All right, let's let's just Why do you have to pause be, it there? <laughs> because 108, but that was a really unfortunate pausing position. I apologize for that. For those listening, we just have to stare at them completely face smashed into each other yeah. right now. She's like, like eating his mouth. Yeah, She's it's like not even a really, kiss. This is very aggressive. This is very aggressive. <laughs> I regret every part. Let's just, please, let's keep going. <laughs> I can't. Oh, it's not getting better. <laughs> it's so much worse. It's, it's not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right, well, we're somehow we got back like, to the Enchanted Forest, but we're in Regina's... We're in her castle. castle? Holy Thank crap, you, that castle. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> a lot. Oh, man, I need a breather for a second. We're struggling. That's a very, very beautiful shot to get into the Enchanted Castle, but holy, holy journey. Uh, I, w I just wanted to say I kind of understand not this particular moment, but I would understand... Uh, 
the like Regina's the bad girl kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like she's the she is the female equivalent of like the girls going for the guys who ride motorcycles and do drugs and they're, yes. they're like you know what I mean? Like the yes. the bad boy edge. Uh, so I would get that like aggressive nature in the beginning of their relationship of how they did. And he says, I just want to feel something. And, you know, in classic soap opera style, that just sounds like a classic toxic guy. We'll find out a little bit more about what he's talking about later. But like in that in that scene for the first time, I kind of understand their relationship. I hate the fact that it happened right after what just happened with Emma. Like if I hadn't seen that and this was just yet another sex scene that they were showing between him and Regina, I'd be like, oh, this actually makes it make more sense than like him in the shower and her like putting her clothes back on. I'm like, Bleh. but like this actually makes sense because like yeah, if he's a guy in a, yeah. Yeah, Not in, the right he's in a position space. of authority and she's How did he like get to the, Regina's? He was drunk. Was there some drunk driving happening? Not great. Don't also, love that. Also, well, we've agreed that this town is like 50 miles, but then also everything's right on top of each other right so i hope he walked there yeah let's just assume it's storybook magic that they that the town is so damn big but they can just like walk everywhere <laughs> ah so we see some mourning going on. A an adult Snow White. Mourning oh, her dad. It's for her dad. A lot of misdirection here because we talk a lot about Regina's lost losing a love, you know? I loved him so much. That's such a weird thing to say. What? I loved him so much. Like that was your dad. Right. Like we assumed. So Regina and Snow are like Regina. The Evil Queen and Snow are like hugging. <laughs> it's weird. Nothing compared to the loss you feel for your father. If there is anything I could do, please let me know. Hold on. Do we establish in the story that the Evil Queen is that is that a part of the original story or is that Once Upon a Time stuff? What? Because she just <laughs> we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's rewind time. We're gonna go back. <laughs> Because I have some stuff I need to clarify here. <laughs> so did I, dear. So did I. The loss I feel for my husband. The loss I feel for my husband. Yes. Um, the so evil queen the has always been the stepmom. Yes. Okay, okay. I didn't know if this was like the first time they were establishing that in this No, original story. 1938 Snow, evil queen is the stepmom. Okay, okay, cool. There must be nothing compared to the loss you feel for your father. If there is anything I could do, please let me know. I may only be your mother through marriage, but I'm here for you, dear. That makes this so complex. I love that. I know. Which, again, like, soap operas, like, making the characters all be related is very, yeah. very soap opera move, you know? Nice transition. Heck yeah. Look at this dress. This knockout dress she's wearing. I know. Your revenge is almost complete. Good old magic mirror. One down. One to go. Oh my god, evil. Evil. She has no idea. She looks so good. That I'm responsible for his passing. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Heavy exposition drink. Yes, we just said that. Like, we we totally understand that you're responsible. Thank you, you walked Regina. In 
grinning and you're like one down and so we have to have her say this line that I'm responsible for his death drink me I killed him I am the murderer (laughs) thank you evil queen DJ exposition she sought comfort with me sickening we watched that scene her miserable existence right there Believe me, it was tempting. It would have sated your soul. The kingdom's still loyal to her. They would turn on me. They don't know the wretchedness inside her as I do. They don't know what she did to me. And neither do we, girl. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We must be delicate in this next phase. Oh my, there's phases, excuse me. must be handled with care. <laughs> God, that dress, I can't. It's so good. One of your knights, your majesty. No. I need someone adept at murder. Like, look at her. Look at her, like how she looks. When we were first introduced to her in the first episode, her, her, the, the cowl on her dress was much higher. She had a lot of like things sticking out of her hair. Very, very dark palette. She's wearing this beautiful, like, uh, like rich maroon dress, right? She was wearing black in the first episode yeah. in those first few and even her makeup look at her makeup here like she's beautiful I mean Lana Pri is already beautiful but she, but she's very like yeah. elegant elegant queen and when she's like really the evil queen even that subtle difference I think her eye makeup is heavier she's heavier eye shadow she a gets lot of more like chaotic darker elements yeah and I like that they did that with both wardrobe and makeup not just with what they put around her. You know what I mean? But he said it. This- I liked how he said it. Uh, Magic Mirror said, um, it would have saved your soul if you just killed her now. Right, right, right. Instead of dragging this out, which she is, because she gets more and more hateful and evil as it goes yeah. on. So it's cool yeah, that it yeah. is shown physically as well as her whack-assness. Yeah. <laughs> it's a technical term for whack-assness. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> the way that this was all like we've seen her kill her dad which is just that's that true, yeah. nuts okay like so you've also we now know you have married this man and then murdered this man just to upset her like what did snow yeah. do right that's really aggressive that like, you have really aggressive. murdered your dad and married someone and murdered that person yeah. just to get back at her Right. That's a that's lot like, of It's a bad. lot. And it's super long game, too, because it's over years and years Long and years. game. She's in this yeah. not, not for the short-term goal here. She is, like, her entire life is dedicated to this. Yeah, which is, which is a ton. Uh, that actually reminds me, let's put some context to all of this. So everything, some, some, some time context, right? Everything that's happening in Storybrooke is so far right now linear. But all of the flashbacks are completely out of whack, right? So it turns out that this episode that we're watching, so while you're watching this with us, keep this in mind, that this is episode seven. This episode's time in the Enchanted Forest takes place between episode 10 and 11 of season one. So in this, in the Enchanted Forest timeline, we would see episode 10, then 7, then 11. In ter- so we're going to see, while you're watching this episode, keep in mind that we're about to see what happens immediately before and immediately after all the events of this Enchanted Forest timeline, which is going to okay. get really confusing, but we will do our best to keep that stuff in line. So just kind of keep that in mind while we're looking. Someone with no heart. Now you understand. Well, in that case. 
You need a huntsman. Oh. Is that like a, is that like a really? job? Like an yeah. executioner? Do we need to like jab at these people that are just making a, a living for themselves so that they have no heart? Right. <laughs> right. Adept at murder? That's excessive. Hey, look. Who it's our buddy. It? Wow, a cop, of course, is a heartless huntsman. Whoops! Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. If you guys haven't put it together by now, which is what I didn't want to spoil in the beginning of, of our episode, is that uh, our dear old Sheriff Graham is in fact the huntsman, which is a awesome. A cop is a huntsman. Yeah, that's it's uh, a little on the nose, but uh, huh. here we are. Which <laughs> is funny because I was trying hard not to chuckle uh, at the the very first line in this episode on the show. He does this stupid dart thing, and then Emma walks by from for no reason. He throws a dart at Emma. It sticks into the wall, and his first verbal line is. I never miss. And I was like, oh, jeez, guys. <laughs> You're just laying it on thick, but okay, that's fine. And then they hit you with this, like, flashback. But I also like that they're a little bit cryptic about the description, where they're like, one of Storybrooke's members is going to start remembering his past. Right. And like, because that's why I was saying, up until this point, we knew Archie. We knew what was going on there. We knew Regina, obviously. We And we, there was a couple people we could pick up, like Geppetto. We knew Charming. We knew Snow. We knew Rumple. So when they're like, okay, we've kind of met everybody who we know who their Enchanted Forest version is. So we're like, wait, who? Now they're going to throw who in like a random person. They yeah, never you can even pick alluded out to it. Basic princess characters. You know sure. what I mean? Like that's self explanatory. Right. But a huntsman, who's going to think of that? Especially <gasps> yeah, when you think of the original Snow White huntsman, not Kristen Stewart huntsman. Like Lord Farquaad looking huntsman. <laughs> that hair is awful. <laughs> It's a triangle. Like, who cut that dude's hair? That's terrible. Um, anyway, we don't have a lot on him, but uh, Jamie Dornan is who plays Sheriff Graham slash the Huntsman. Uh, and his really only big claim to fame, it's actually quite a big claim to fame, that we've uh, we've mentioned on the show before is uh, he's Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey. He actually leaves the show to be Christian Grey. And then For any, you know, back. 2009 white moms out there that... Woo-woo. We're real into the Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey. We do not judge. We respect and support. Yeah. We clap instead. All right, carry on. Your sacrifice is honorable. It's a weird thing to say for a murderer. <laughs> it's a, a lot of ceremony. To a hey, look, a wolf. Oh, my God, another wolf. Or is it another? Mm-hmm. Is it the same? That is a husky. <laughs> Don't worry, boy. It's a big husky. You'll go hungry tonight. Ah, I didn't like that noise. I just didn't was a lot. like it. The most intense dream. I was in the woods hunting, and I killed a deer. Now he's allowed to sleep over. Yeah, that's weird. We're what jumping bases right now. A wolf. Its eyes. One was blood red, and the other was black as night. <laughs> you could have just said black. You didn't have to say all this poetry. <laughs> like I don't know what you're doing right now. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> you bring up a good point. He should be jumping out the window right now. This is weird. Like, we were concerned about the sock in the middle of under the bed. Socks and now... in the middle of the... <sighs> now you're sleeping over, and she's wearing this ridiculous, elegant nightgown? Like, I don't get it. Oh, my God. It just occurred to me that she wasn't at his house 
he was at her house and his socks were under her bedroom. No, bed. they were at his house. Are you sure? Yeah, because it would remember? make more sense that he that she would be all concerned that a guy's socks were under her bed. No, he they were at his house because she was supposed oh, to be at right. that she meeting. Left. That's right. That's right. She left. That's why they were like. First of all, it's weird that the sock is in the middle of under the bed. That's well, super makes yeah. no sense. Second of all, that's his own house. Who cares? They yeah, can yeah. sit okay. there for years, and we don't care. I literally tried to redeem it, but the no, socks. There's no re- no. The socks are still <laughs> awful. No redeeming sock gate. <laughs> That's the sound for Sockgate. <laughs> I think I've seen the wolf before. What do you mean you think? You de- that just happened. Oh, he was drunk. Okay, we're using yeah. that. Go back to sleep, Graham. It was only a dream. It didn't feel like a dream. It felt like a memory. It definitely was a dream, though, guy. You were. I, I don't. There's a little bit of cinematic stuff going on here too. Oh um, my god, those are bright blue boxers. They're very bright. I'm back to bed. I left my car at Granny's anyway. I need to go and get it. Clear my head. Graham, listen. It's late. You're tired. You're probably still drunk. There is uh, some cinematic stuff going on here too visually when he's talking about these like memories and stuff because we know that regina knows right so there's some cool stuff from a filmmaking perspective that they're doing where every time they cut to from these two shots like what we're looking at right now is kind of a slightly over the shoulder shot right where we're seeing regina like through him so every time we were looking at her and it wasn't with him in the shot they kept pushing in on her face every single time just a little bit of a move to kind of like we're supposed to be wondering if Regina's connecting the dots here, you know? That he because remembers? Because he was Regina, like, oh, it feels like a memory, and she's like, go back to bed. Yeah, Shut exactly. Up. All of those little triggers of, like, he was in the woods, he was hunting a wolf, I'm sure the wolf will come out of something. He, You know, she's talking about, like, she knows about his past, so then if he starts to recall stuff, and it sounds like Enchanted Forest stuff, it would, should make her nervous. Right. So they keep kind of... And and it's it's very subtle. It's very beautiful. Where they they're trying to make us uneasy. They're trying to make us feel the uncomfortable nature that she's feeling by right. making the shot not stable. You know what I mean? And okay. if you look at look at how tight they're shooting this too. And this is probably handheld, so the camera's shaking a lot. This is very chaotically shot on purpose so that it feels a little bit not Chaotic. put together. Yeah. That's something that a director would make little decisions like that on set to be like, hey, this scene should feel this way, so let's shoot it in with this technique. Huh. Um, so while you're watching it, kind of look look at the scene through those eyes of like how the camera, like how often they're also cutting back and forth between characters and all that kind of stuff. This is supposed to feel a little like tension. Wait, you're tired. You're probably still drunk. Don't leave. Since when do you want me to stay anyway? You're not well. See, it's a lot of cuts. I'm fine. Yeah. See this? The little drifts and these little pushes. Like, all of that stuff is supposed to be like, ooh. <laughs> and you're, you're actually subconsciously trained to look for those things in movies. You just don't know what it means. Yeah. That's a full-on wolf. Just in his face. <laughs> Where did you come from? Oh, so you're the sheriff of this town. You're just going to let this wolf trot around town like this? <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting she lives here. 
Oh, like with oh, snow. Wait, wait, I mean, Mary Margaret. Yeah. If Graham thinks flowers will work on me, no, this mine. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so How? funny. David? No. Uh, Ew, no. Dr. Whale. Yeah. Oh, okay. <gasps> Mary Margaret. Standards. I love the fact that she's just bursts in and throws out a gift from Mary Margaret. <laughs> However, girl, gross, groaning, and like, it's not weird that the flowers are there. It's weird that she's being so coy about it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> are you serious? I know it's a disaster. It's yeah. more than a disaster, girl. You're getting over David. Mm. Oh First of all, no. Get over it. And second of all, it's just one night stand. Gross. Not according to those flowers. Gross. Maybe you shouldn't have called him. I hate oh this. Oh my god. You called him? No. It's definitely not a one night stand. Oh, okay, I'm still learning. I've never had one before. <laughs> Guilty. Why? There's nothing wrong with what you did. Trust me. One nighters is as far as I ever go. I have so much issue with this. Okay, so first you told her, no, you can't do anything with David because he's married and all this super high horse stuff about like, be the better person and whatever, which fine. Then all of a sudden David leaves his wife and she about faces and goes, yeah, you should totally go after him. And now she's going after the biggest creep in the entire town. And Emma's like, no, this is great. This is amazing. Right. This is awful. I thought you were supposed to be good at giving advice about relationships because you had so many and so many were bad. Like, yeah. you're awful at this. This is terrible. Like, really bad friend advice here. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're... Because I'm what? A spinster. Never mind. Yeah. Tell me, what do I do? You're just protecting yourself. Yeah, just because I don't get emotional over men. You don't get emotional oh, over men. What? Laurel abuse tells a different story. What story is that? The one that's obvious to everyone, except apparently you, that you have feelings for Graham. Come on. Where did that come from? There's that wall. I didn't get that vibe, actually. Really? She is putting up a wall, but. Cautious. Oh, true. Again, we haven't seen those scenes, so yeah. it didn't happen. Emma, that wall of yours. It may keep out pain, but it also may keep out love. Valuable lesson. In putting up walls, you're you're keeping out the positive just as much as you're keeping out the negative. That's a thing that happens very often, you know? Like, at what cost? Yeah, Dr. Whale, gross. I can't. Looky, looky. Good morning, Sheriff. I was just eating unicorn blood. No big deal. Right. Why are you wearing an apron? Right. I, I thought you were a wolf. Did I, I forget to shave? He is a wolf. What are you doing out here? Did Sarah? I forget to shave? Oh, That's hilarious. Yourself? I was looking for uh, a wolf. Yeah, I think I'm beginning to catch on. You know, to the best of my knowledge, <laughs> Sheriff, there are no wolves. He's such a dick. It's <laughs> not the literal kind anyway. Why are you looking? You'll think I'm crazy. Try me. I saw one in my dreams, and then I saw one for real, just a few hours ago. Did you, uh, did you see anything unusual out right there? I'm afraid not. Super rumple vibes right now. Yeah. It's very, uh, 
You know, Shadow, even the way he's moving. They say that dreams, dreams like the circles that he's doing. Uh huh. Yep. Memories of another life. You see the pushing again? They keep getting closer and closer. I never allowed anything. He knows. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Sheriff. I do hope you find what you're looking for. I love he that knows. he doesn't. He doesn't even like get involved. He's just like he meddles and then he just bounces. Yeah. <laughs> so such very a good rumple. character development. He doesn't have to. Yeah, very rumple. He doesn't have to get involved. He can. He's just... like, let me stir the pot a little bit, and then I'm gonna be mm-hmm. on my way. Also, that was a dope transition into the entire yeah. forest. Because they had to get you from forest to forest, but still show you that they're in a different place. That was really cool. They're letting animals in here now. This isn't a slaughterhouse. Forget him. He might as well be one, too. I heard he was raised by... I see uh, racism doesn't change much. That's cool. Believe that? Is that Prince Harry? Tell me, <laughs> what kind of a man cries over an animal? An honorable one. What do you know about honor? I have it. They have it. You don't. Animals have it? They are pure of heart. Not selfish and self-serving like people. Tell him to stop threatening. I know, right? Like, you're going to really pick a fight with a guy with the wolf? Threaten me. <laughs> right. Dumb. I hang him on my wall. <laughs> Damn. That was aggressive. I mean, you did bring him in kind of like a pet. Right, yeah. I can see where you make the uh, misunderstanding. I like that he's a good fighter, mm-hmm. you know? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What is all this? Oh, the mirror. He's perfect. Bring him to me. Why? That's a little gross. But why did she think that he was perfect? Yeah, he saw talking about honor and stuff just because right. he saw him like, like slaughter people in this. He has a heart. Did you miss the first part? I also wonder if, like, uh, we talked about her blind rage before and how she can't see things clearly because she's so one-track yeah. blinded that if she all she saw was the murder part, she didn't see why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she chose to ignore the motivation and just saw the violence. Right. The one red eye, too. There it is. What do you want? You know, you know, you're talk talking to a wolf. <laughs> Just say so you no. Know. God, they're so pretty. Like, what are you gonna do now? You just got his attention. Yeah. Oh, more flashbacks. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh my god. That's a lot to unpack. I wonder if that gives you a headache. Right? There's a lot going on here. And a lot of symbolism caught in those flashbacks, too. We saw a little bit of snow that time. We saw apple. We saw some daggers. And we saw that insignia, which becomes really important in a future season. Damn. Matter, are you okay? I think we... uh, I think we know each other. Of course we do. No, no, no. not, Not from here. 
No, from Storybrick. Hmm? It's the first person to talk like this. From where then? Another life. Excuse me? Oh, I love it when it starts to ramp up like this. Um, okay, so before we go on, now doesn't it make more sense? That's I keep going back to that one scene that was cut out where Graham tries to keep Emma in Storybrooke. Where the when they changed the script from her going back to New York and or Boston and going to the gym the and finding the stupid her. book, that the wolf is what stopped her in the street, which didn't uh-huh. make any sense in the first episode, that the wolf stopped her. And then all of a sudden, immediately afterwards, Graham's like, maybe you should stick around is kind of all tied together. But again, the only people who know that scene exists are people who read the wiki and people who listen to the show. Right. <laughs> so they don't get the satisfaction of that connection. Look more red. I love that. Mm-hmm. This like maroon, it's like velvet. Yeah, it is. Do you have a name, or shall I just call you the Huntsman? Her hair too. Do you notice her eyeliner's a little bit thicker now? Tortured one, aren't you, Huntsman? She's getting more and more evil. Uh huh. You see? Those weren't my parents. All they did was give birth to me. The wolves are my family. Oh my gosh. Indeed. I always felt there were two kinds of people. Wolves and sheep. Those who kill and those who get killed. And you, Huntsman, you are most certainly a wolf. Why am I here? I'd like you to kill someone for me. Can you do that? I kill for me. Why would I do anything for you? Because I have so much to offer. <laughs> a place that mirror is crazy. Court. You will become my official huntsman. Official. I'm not being a pet. This place is a cage. You'd be awash in luxury, wanting for nothing. Do you see how she doesn't even have like a big gown and even everything? No, She's it's like, just very, very simple. It's weird. Beloved by all the kingdom. I need someone who won't. She's not there yet. They're trying to show us she's not like full fledged evil queen yet. Compassion. Someone who will have no qualms carving a heart out and bringing it back for my collection. That's me. No, it's not. Right, yeah. Now tell me. What will it take? Hmm? She is so good at this mm-hmm. role. What do you want? There must be something. I'd love the hunting of wolves. They're to be left alone. They're to be protected. Seems like a waste of a request, but okay. It's a very equestrian <laughs> bitch thing to be asking Simple. for. Like yeah. <laughs> weird horse girl vibes right now. Do you want me to kill? Uh, hey, Margaret, how long have we known each other? So good. I don't know. A while. So this actually just made me think, too. Like, the way that Lana Perea has to play old evil queen, new evil queen, Regina the mayor, who is, as far as the town knows, simple woman politician, and Regina, who knows about the Enchanted Forest. That is mm-hmm. four different ways to play the same character. And in and obviously an actor who knows how to play flashbacks, you know, like if you look at, you know, his 
playing the you know uh, huntsman in the past versus his sheriff graham in the future there's not really a lot a lot of nuanced change to it other than the fact that he's amping up a little bit more of the tortured nature inside him in the enchanted forest a little bit more mystical a little bit more and that's partially to do with the way the scene is written yeah but the way that she just looked up at him to ask for somebody who can carve out a heart and bring it back to me it looked like it looked like a teenage girl rebelling for the first time yeah not a serial killer doing her 10th kill you know what i mean and that's a very like the way that she was in even in the enchanted forest when her dad was talking to her and she wanted to enact the curse there was no hesitation there was no this is what i want and like using her sensuality to get it she was being brutal about force like forcing other people into her will because she was powerful and people were scared of her nobody's really scared of her yet no. And, and she was playing it like she has to like work for it a little bit. And that's a really, it was, it was something very small. It was just in the way that her eyes fluttered a little bit when she like looked up at him, wasn't confident. It wasn't like, if you don't, I'll kill you, which is, which is what her, she becomes in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really cool to see the her difference between crazy. like, oh, like that's so incredible. She does not get the, uh, the no. attention she deserves, the praise that she deserves. Do you remember when we met? Uh, and this is the first time we're questioning the timeline. Yeah, and in, in Storybrooke, yep. No. As a matter of fact, I don't. <laughs> I remember when I met you or when I met anyone. Isn't that odd? I don't know. I mean, I suppose. But you suppose? Maybe that's just life. Things get hazy. You're no. dumb. <laughs> Things don't get Mary hazy. Mary Margaret. Okay, everyone's profession makes sense for face value but when you really dive into it none of these people are in the right careers no. like mary margaret you're dumb um yeah, archie terrible terrible therapist in like he would be a good friend to give advice but to amp that up to professional therapist was no. too much <laughs> dr whale don't even get me started on that's a lawsuit waiting to happen <laughs> also who is he we don't know yet do we find out I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. I'll I'll reserve judgment on I, that. I don't but. remember. I I do remember asking that question and vaguely looking because if you look up people's characters in the wiki, It'll say, it gives yeah. you everything. Um, and I vaguely remember seeing. I'm not going to look does. it up. Oh, yeah, but. yeah, don't. Because I'm not. Because honestly, I did it and I immediately forgot because I couldn't tell you right now who okay. it is. But I do remember because that's when I was looking up Abigail and Catherine stuff to see like what happens. Like, oh my God, spoilers! Prince Charming ends up with Snow White. Like, what happens when Catherine that storyline right. wraps up? You know what I mean? So like. When it does, does that person disappear? Do they just stop showing up? Like, what happens to them in the context? And, like, right. Wales shows up in the list as, like, you know, people in the background. who Because, like I said, every single person in the town has a has a one-for-one one somewhere. Right. Even if it's not important in, like, fairy tale, you would, like, a famous fairy tale person, they would still have a one-to-one. A role of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't like, Doctor, who. like, he's just another one where it's like, what a terrible doctor. Like, yeah. And he's a terrible sheriff, <laughs> like a terrible like law enforcement officer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and obviously freaking Red is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Ruby. Don't know what Ruby is. Like I'm... terrible waitress. <laughs> oh yeah. And Granny's it's... like, yeah, sorry, you can't stay here. Right. Like, yeah. Like in terms of like business. being hospitable, <laughs> which maybe that's a maybe that's a, a thing they're trying to say that they're really it's supposed to feel out of place. Maybe you know supposed to feel like a mismatch 
on purpose maybe because if you think about it like where would this have come from like whatever was in the curse like i would imagine regina would have had a little bit of influence in like how it happens because she made herself the mayor and made mary margaret like this lowly bottom of the totem pole teacher who's like a public servant you know what i mean which is like the so i feel like she hastily placed these people again with the blind rage thing in just in places that she thought would would she had to have because how would david have been asleep like why is he in a coma so she did to keep them apart yeah but like at the same time it's like look at this huge issue that she caused nobody had an origin right right you didn't you couldn't even give them a memory of like you didn't think at any point they'd be like oh weird like i can tell you when i met you (laughs) right it's not like it's also like a big deal like that's a thing you remember above other details it's like the first of something right and mary margaret's like i don't think anybody ever remembers when you meet someone yeah it's hazy i don't remember anybody in my life (laughs) what what (laughs) What do you mean (laughs) this girl no of course not what is going on do you believe in other lives like heaven i mean like past lives you've been talking to henry Henry? Well, he has this book of stories. He's been going on about how he thinks we're all characters from them, from another land. We've forgotten who we really are. So, so you're just going to push is, off the fact that you don't remember anything and you're just going to say, oh, the, oh yeah, Henry thing. <laughs> and this man is like going through it right now. And she's Look like, at his oh, face, you must have like... talked to Henry. And he's like, <laughs> no. And she goes, oh, well, Henry thinks that everybody, like that, you're feeding into this right now. Yeah. And you, and think you know, that he's crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is, yeah, this is rough. Which, of course, makes no sense. Right. No, of course. Graham. Is he sweating? Yeah, he's like... Yeah. You are burning up. Go home and get some... I like that they're alluding to like, oh, you must be sick. You're having like fever hallucinations or something. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry to disturb you. And like, what? Is his brain burning out from thinking of these theories? Like, what's happening? Right. Put a mask on. (laughs) Let's just keep in mind, by the way, these are not flaws with the episode. I think the episode is really you know, good it's yes it's a it's a problem with the overall or i wouldn't even call it a problem it's it's a conflict that they built into the plot because obviously this is all a purpose like they really did leave those holes so that people could question them the characters could question them but it's like we're, we're also thinking from a viewing viewing standpoint like why aren't you questioning it more and why haven't you done it before today you know right what I mean? yeah exactly. but it's not even like like how do how are there so many holes but still i'm like i need to know what happened like i'm so right. invested yeah exactly good writing. <laughs> girl the summer palace was my favorite place the mountains surrounding it felt like a cradle they always made me feel safe to returning to it now. When did we Imagine jump to? wearing this ridiculous headpiece. This hat. That thing is nuts. The abs built into this. Mm, like a Batman suit. Chess piece. Oh, she's giving him apples. Come on now. Every time we like the imagery of like seeing Snow White like chomping on that. It's very like, you know. You're not a knight, are you? What makes you say that? Without fail, every one of my father's men has offered me condolences. Except you. Oh, he's supposed to be. And they all know how to wear armor. 
Oh. He's posing as a knight. Mm -hmm. I think you know. You're going to kill me. You have good instincts. And you have too much armor. I like how clever she is. Yep. She's not just like a prissy princess, you know? How did she get clever, though, is my question. I think they allude to it a little bit when we get into her past. Like, that she's very smart. And yeah. And be- because of a lot of what, how her upbringing is, she has to think on her feet early in her life oh, okay. as a child, you know? Is that the dartboard? Our yeah, it is. Lost. Oh, actually, that wasn't drink. Sorry. That was a lost thing. <laughs> drink, too. So you're aware of us. Good. That's why I'm here. This is smirk. Because I'm also aware of your relationship with him. What? Relationship with him. Oh, so nothing's ever happened between the two of you. You forget, Miss Swan. I have eyes everywhere. Nothing that meant anything. Well, of course not. Because you're incapable of feeling anything for anyone. Oh my. There's a reason you're alone, mm-hmm. isn't there? All due respect. The way I live my life is my business. Good it answer. Until it infringes on my life. Stay away from Graham. You may think you're doing nothing, but you're putting thoughts in his head. Thoughts that are not in his best interest. This sound familiar? Literally not her prop. Like, she... No. So this is the cool part. This is very evil queen posing as Regina in Storybrooke because this is almost the exact same speech that she gave Mary Margaret talking about David and Abigail. Mm -hmm. David and Catherine. Almost the exact same one. Goes way out of her lane to come in and say, my friend Catherine, stay away from David, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So she, her coming in to like dictate what someone else is doing is very like the evil queen trying to get control back because she's spiraling and losing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You are leading him on a path to self Like it sounds exactly like the same thing she told Mary Margaret. Stay away. <laughs> Your confused face, Emma. We feel it too. Yeah, <laughs> like, same. Why are you Big saying same. these things? Not very girl boss of you, Regina. Right? I'm not here. Actually, uh, I'm here to see you, Henry. I was hoping you could help me. Help you with what? It's about your book. Am I in it? How happy do you think Henry was? And he was like, finally, somebody Somebody who asked, finally, thank you. All of my hard work has gone unnoticed until this very moment. I wish they would have just added one shot of him just grin, smiling, sighing, anything (laughs) where, like... I will never understand your kind. I don't know these woods. You're obviously a skilled hunter. You'll find me. No matter what I do, I know how this ends. Yes. There's one thing that I ask that you do after you kill me. Please deliver this to the queen. Her tricks won't work on me. It's not a trick. Please give it to her. Tell her I mean every word. this is riveting podcast material right now (laughs) (laughs) 
they're just showing like shots of trees, shots of sky, Not shots much. of her crying. Everybody's crying now. It's a nice dagger. Sign this when you need help. What? The whistle. The whistle. It will bring you aid. You'll be led to safety. Now go run. I don't understand. You're not going to kill me. Run. We were going to have a lot of fun with that whistle. <laughs> a lot to unpack. When did your flashes begin? <laughs> Henry is a better right, therapist right, than Archie. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Just my mom. <laughs> <laughs> a wolf. I saw that I had a knife in my hand, and I was with Mary Margaret. You kissed you my mom. Hurt her. Yes. Why do you know that? Because Mary Margaret. He, is he giving is big no Miss Cleo vibes right now? <laughs> He's like, I see you no, with a dagger. <laughs> so you really think that I could be another person? Makes total sense. You were raised by wolves. That's why you keep seeing one. It's your friend. Your guide. It's trying to help you. Henry's I wish so pumped right his now. His voice. His little baby voice. Well, you two do have a special connection. She owes you her life. Hi. Snow White's her mother. And you spared her. If you hadn't, my mom wouldn't have been born. What, what happened after I spared Snow White? Queen took your heart. She ripped it out. It's kind of her thing. She never wanted you to be able to feel again. I don't feel anything. Make more sense now. This is this this is really where it starts wow. to spiral out of control in the best way because now wow. you're starting to get pieces of the puzzle that are put together, but they're not in order. So you're you know what I mean? Like you can't really see. A formation of the full picture you're just seeing little corners and pieces you know like groups yeah. of things that are coming together so like the fact that first of all the fact that ripping out hearts is kind of her thing so we've seen it done already with her dad i think so far that's the only time we've seen it mm -hmm. they talk about her doing it with the horse but we assumed that that was just because of the the curse that's what the curse needed. right but apparently it's not just it's what the curse thing. needed. It's, a it's like her thing <laughs> Rough. And the fact that he immediately, that Henry immediately tied, because this is very editorializing the action of ripping the heart out. Like you would think ripping the heart out is going to kill somebody where he says she never wanted you to feel anything ever again. And he's been repeating over and over again that I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything, which right. we just think is toxic masculinity. But he literally means like, I don't feel anything. So this is this is very complex. And I like I like that they're making it a little bit complicated. Let me see the book. What's that? I saw that too. There the it is. Was hiding at it. The little sign. That's your vault. It's where you put your heart. The wolf wants me to find it. Thank you, Henry. I need more pumped from this kid because he like finally validated. I know. This says pretty much everyone. Maybe you need to go home and get some rest. I'm fine. 
No, Graham, you're not fine. You just went to see a 10-year-old for help. He's the only one making any sense. Thank you. What's yeah, you're right. <laughs> really going on? It's my heart, Emma. I need to find it. Okay. So how are you going to do that? I just need to follow the wolf. So, From my dream, do you notice here it's gonna help me find my heart. how there is no camera pushing? You see how we keep cutting back and forth and it's just static on them? So this yeah. is what they're, that's what it normally looks like. So that's why every time that there's something that we are supposed to know or figure out, they start making things a little weird and crazy. Right. <laughs> and it's super small and you would never notice, but you do feel like that doesn't feel right. And you're like, yeah. I don't know why. That's why I am. Sorry, I thought we were talking in a metaphor here. You really think you don't have a heart? It's the only thing that makes any sense. It's the only thing that explains why I don't feel anything. Listen to me, Bram. You have a heart. I can prove it. This is mildly inappropriate, but I'll allow yeah. it. <laughs> I love how his life is falling apart and he's still wearing a three-piece suit. Waiting. I know. <laughs> and a leather jacket. The, you're in this front is, of his girlfriend's come? house. This is so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. It's a curse. You can't really believe that's true. What? So now this is the first time they're establishing that someone else can see the wolf besides him. Of course it's Emma. Like... Like, for real. Yeah. Emma's like, oh my god, he's running after a wolf. Right. I love how this, this is... whole time Emma is so committed to, you're crazy if you believe this, you're crazy if you believe this. And then she's like, I'm gonna go run after a wolf. <laughs> there he is. Howling. Like, not once, Emma, you're That's questioning, like, mm, this is a little weird. on par with what Henry's oh. been saying. Like, right. Just like how many Henry. times do things have to be weird before you're like, thank you. Right. Yeah. Honestly, Henry deserves a little bit more respect. I agree. There's the uh, what is it? the sign, and it's funny because it's like all twigs and stuff. It's like antlers, you know, like crossed, yeah. which is a lot of what the queen stuff in the Enchanted Forest. All the helmets are all like crazy with twigs and stuff, you know. Why does the small town need it? Okay. Why do they need a cemetery? Who's dying? This mausoleum. (laughs) Who's dying? That's true. I mean, if she's going to hide hearts and stuff in there, or a secret vault that she's going to have, I suppose she would just put a cemetery to make it look normal, I guess. you know. Right, but is nobody being like, oh, weird how absolutely no one has ever died in this town and no one visits any of the dead people? Like, Well, but death is a temporal thing, right? And it it seems like everything related to time, for the most part, is is shrouded. Because they haven't figured out the 10 years thing, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like Groundhog Day, but instead of repeating the day over and over again, you're just like, repeating like a hundred days over and over you know what I mean right. like it, it just feels like it, it's all jumbled up let's find out come on
Nice transition. Oh my god, these are good this episode. So good. Wait here. Oh, even her mirrors got all weird twiggy mm -hmm. looking things. I see you're still in mourning. The time for mourning is over. I simply found a black suits me. She's getting a little more yeah. elaborate too with the yeah. costumes. Is Snow dead? What is this hair? Oh my god. This, this is very Daphne Bridgerton of her. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> What's this? The girl wanted you to have it. Read it to me. Read it your fucking self. Right. Dearest stepmother, by the time you read this, I will be dead. I understand that you will never have love in your life because of me. So it's only fitting that I'll be denied that same joy as well. For the sake of the kingdom, I hope my death satisfies your need for revenge, allowing you to rule my father's subjects as they deserve, with compassion and a gentle hand. <laughs> I know what you think you're doing is vengeance. I prefer to think of it as sacrifice for the good of all. With that in mind, how <laughs> angry she is! It's hilarious. I want you to take my last message to heart. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And I the ultimate thing to piss off somebody who's trying to hurt you is right. to be like, "This is what I wanted." <laughs> I don't, don't hate tell you. Tell me you're becoming a sheep. She put others before herself, and yet you hate her. What did she do to you? I shared a secret with her. Hmm. And she couldn't keep it. <laughs> you have any idea how ridiculous that sounds? And like she says, what she did—that you will never have love because of her. Mm-hmm. Now, show me her heart. This is Regina's theme, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You got some real crazy vibes, lady, going on right now. <laughs> real nutso. Like... So much ceremony, too. Did you ever see The Wizard of Oz 2? No. Okay. Consider yourself very blessed. It's on Disney Plus if you ever hate yourself and want to watch it. Ooh, homework. But... I like oh it. Oh my god. This, um, this is very this Wizard of Oz 2 vibes heart. right now. What mm. did you do? It's gotta be in here. Somewhere. Oh boy. Gotta love an adventure. There's gotta be a hidden door. Mothlin is so creepy. Leader. I had to go on so many of them when we went to Washington, D.C. with choir in my really? junior year of high school and it was awful. Oh, there's just weird juju. <laughs> Not good vibes. Yeah. There's nothing in here. Nice lighting here. If there isn't... It's okay. It's going to be okay. Why are you trying to have a moment right now? What the hell do you think you're... I was gonna say super inappropriate again. What are you doing here? Bringing flowers to my father's grave like I do every Wednesday. <laughs> That's such a specific alibi. 
<laughs> Every Wednesday, I bring my father flowers. <laughs> See these flowers? They're for my father. Every Wednesday. Nothing. It was, uh, it was nothing. You don't look well, dear. Dear, uh, I'm going to call that one. I don't want to go home. I think deer is another one. Deary, oh, deer. Yeah. Oh. But you'll go with her. Hey. For all the listeners, my husband brought me Maybe cookie dough, so. Oh, my God. Right. Looks good. It's between us, and things have to change. And I wonder why that is all of a sudden. It has nothing to do with her. You know, I've realized that I don't feel anything, Regina. And I know now it's not me. It's you. Ooh. So you're leaving me for her. Fighting words. You saved it, and it was so worth it. Oh man! I need to feel something, Regina, and the only way to do that is to give myself a chance. Graham, I'm sorry. It's over. I don't know what I ever did to you, Miss Swan, to deserve this. To have you keep coming after everything I hold dear. She's got a complex about that. None of this happened until she got here. I'm sorry. You're stuff to think that maybe the problem isn't with me, but with you. Excuse me? Henry came and found me. Graham kissed me. Both were miserable. Okay. Maybe That's really inappropriate, Emma. Take a good hard look in the mirror and ask yourself why that is. It, I, it, it is aggressive. Maybe even borderline cruel. Not untrue, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of, like, she also doesn't care about coddling Regina's feelings. But, like, that is a, that is a valid psychological conclusion to come to if, like... Every because she really didn't come after Henry to go find him. She really didn't, especially as far as we're concerned with the no, way but to be like, it seems like your son left you for me and your boyfriend left you for me. What do you have now? <laughs> Nothing, bitch. Like <laughs> that's a valid point. Emma literally just went, I'm you but better. <laughs> that's a, that is a valid point. I have a hard time arguing. We'll just move on from there. What she think... said was true, but did she need to say it? No. Right. I'm well, Team Regina on that one. That comment. That was, was not, not a drink fair. bell. That was a Isla wins bell. That, that was, was an not fair. Bell bell. You're right. You're right. You're right. Why is everyone running away from you? I know they were trying oh to get God. to that place. Oh my God, she's really knifing that in. She's like, digging in. Oh my yeah, God, honestly, in the face. deserved. <laughs> And now we just have a cat fight. Is this that scene where she got hurt? Yes. I can see why. Yes, it is. Yeah, that was a aggressive, pretty intense fight. Not worth it. You didn't have to say that either. You could have just left. You're just mad because you got punched in the face. <laughs> yep. Crown. Yeah, it was so many angles. Oh, and it was cold. You can see their breath a little bit, too. Also, that was not a girly punch. Like, she straight no, up like, boxing hooked her. Yeah. Snuffed her. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, pretty commendable. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
See, all of a sudden, this tension really feels like it's coming out of nowhere. I lost my mind. They're like giving weird lovey eyes at each other. And like, how many times do we hear the word Graham in this episode? Yeah. Like, I wish we had made Graham a drinking one because that would have been, that would have been good. Graham. 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 I don't know why I let myself get caught up with her. Because it was easy and safe. Not feeling anything's an attractive option. You also publicly dated for maybe 10 hours. Yeah, well, we, well, I mean, we are to assume that they were already together when Emma was brought to the town. Right, but not publicly. They've been doing it in but secret this whole time. So they're like, he's like, I don't know why I was drawn to her. Like, But like nobody knew, yeah. dude. You were just sleeping with her. Yeah. For, and you had no feelings. You said that you didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little there there because of the time thing and because it's it's all jumbled that that stuff do, won't necessarily line up. Yeah, although it is interesting this like but they do these weird broad um, principle strokes, you know, where where they're trying to like say this poignant generic thing that is true for real life because this like not feeling anything's an attractive option when what you feel sucks is a very like you know heartwarming cozy yeah you know warm and cozy fuzzy feeling kind of thing because it is very appropriate for like our covid world that we live in that people you know when when people are scared and when people are shaken up you you know going there is it's a real thing people went a little covid crazy like they they were stuck in their houses and a lot of girls cut their hair and dyed their hair and did really extreme things a lot of people got tattoos i mean yeah and we've we've talked about this before too there's a difference between like taking an opportunity of downtime to do something and like doing something because you're in crisis you know what i mean because you're like oh my god i don't know what my worth is in the world so i need to just lash out and do something just to feel you know because there are people that do that and it's not healthy and you always hope that those people have friends to be like hey by the way you're not alone (laughs) and like everything's gonna be okay and that it's fine but like you know there's a big spike in in mental health not only awareness but people who were normally keeping it together who were pushed over the edge mm-hmm. when quarantine happened and everything was scary, you know, and this idea, and obviously this is way, well before any of that stuff, but it's, it's interesting how uh, an idea like this is universal and timeless that like yeah, choosing to feel nothing, yep. you know, it feels better when like what you're feeling hurts so bad, like just feeling nothing is easier. Um, so it's an interesting kind of little commentary on, Mental health in general, I think. Especially since he's going crazy, clearly. <laughs> crazy. He's crazy like Henry. It's crazy. <laughs> he's got a got a kissy head tilt going on. I don't like it. <laughs> he's like keeps doing this thing. <laughs> God, just bang already, you two. Jeez. It's like get it over with. She's still holding dad's flowers over here. Like. Mm-hmm. The Mills. Henry Mills, beloved father. Who you very aggressively heart ripped. <laughs> that scene still gets me. She just the wound is still very fresh him. on that one. Like She straight up Kylo'd him. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Oh, 
I want to know what this big heavy rock is on that she can just push it like that. Like even if it was on some kind of track, like it would still be hot, like really you hard to think move. You can fool me with the heart of a stag. She is so mad. She mad. You're not going anywhere. She doesn't deserve to die. That's not up to you. I mean, it was. Jack I mean, literally made it. Oh boy. Also, this sound design, very juicy. I don't like it. <laughs> what are you gonna do to me? She pulled out like, like a hallmark ornament. <laughs> it was like a glass heart, like glowing. My pet. Oh, I hate it. And this is your cage. From this moment forward, you will do everything that I say. And if you ever disobey me, if you ever try to run away, all I have to do is squeeze. And this starts a trend. Yes, indeed. Bit of a trend. This is so interesting that, like... Your life is now in my hands. Forever. Take him to my bedchamber. Oh my well, god. Oh that's my. such a trend too, I guess. This is wild. This is like really, they, they, they start ramping up the crazy real fast in terms of just like the rules of magic and like what, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're starting to really like open up the doors. Oh my god, I forgot about this part. Like, the curse let you bring your entire collection of hearts? I think the curse is in the same location as the Enchanted Forest. Like, they plopped Storybrooke on the place oh, where they were. Oh, okay, okay. So it, like, transformed everything in place. Okay. Okay. Which would explain why Storybrooke is so big. That makes a lot more sense. It's, like, enchanted to feel close, but I think, mm -hmm. I think that was the idea. Also, this, like, daddy is healing me thing that's going on right now is really awkward of him, like, patching her up. I really like, hate it. She doesn't need that. She was a bounty hunter. Yeah, she can take care of herself. Like, it's it kind of cuts her character off at the legs a little bit, but... I suppose they needed to make her a little bit more vulnerable to have this breakdown, you know? No. And now they're making out in the office again. Another flashback. More flashback. We like to sing the visuals to you so that it's more entertaining. Gross. Yeah, you're just a really bad kisser, so. Uh. <laughs> or really good, whichever way. Right. You interpret <laughs> that. Them into a flashback. Okay. Remember. Oh boy. Like, you remember how much? You remember what? Is he officially the first one, then? I think to wake up. Oh, his heart's beating again in her hand. He remembers, and now... Cause you, did you see that? It wasn't beating, and now yeah. in Regina's hand it started again. And he's crying, because that's his thing, apparently. He just cries all the time. Oh, the first of many heartaches on this show. Crushes it to dust. 
straight up assassinated this dude. Graham! And like, they didn't even take any time at all. They no! just like, because normally villains draw it out. I didn't think it was out. this fast. I knew it was coming just, and I didn't think it was the same episode. I didn't think so either. I thought it was going to be the next one. Wow, no! they straight up, they no! ended the episode there? Wow, yo. <laughs> That's what it gets for that, because, oh. man. Oof. So these episodes are also ending really aggressively. That was quite the cliffhanger. Dang, they just like, they just hung us out to dry. Well, uh, what do you what do you think? What do you, tell tell me your thoughts? We'll get into like MVP and ratings and stuff, but like I just want to know your like I your am fresh very off the... confident in saying the episodes are good now. Like I, I know you listen to me like rip it apart as we're watching it, <laughs> but like this is so good. This is I don't think we were ripping it apart though. I think we were we were pointing out things that the writers wanted you to be talking about. I think I that, just they were love opening to make dialogue. fun of things. I love to talk shit. So like that's like something I love to do. So I have to do it for things even that I'm obsessed with. So like yeah. these are good. Like that This is whole, fantastic. I'm mad that they killed him off in one single episode. I really thought that they dragged that out a little bit more and they didn't, which is sad, but and I guess I, he had I to really go do Fifty I'm, Shades, so... I'm not, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I really do think they were like, we have to cut your contract short because we have to get you off to go shoot this thing. I, know. I really think that's what happened. Uh, so they just, like, wrapped it up in one single episode, which is crazy because, like, he's been around this whole time, seven episodes into the first season. They just, like, murdered his character. Like, they didn't even, like, allude to maybe you'll die soon. No, or they just, no, it they just got him came. off immediately. That's when you can tell that it was like either an actor wanted to be off the show or somebody renegotiated a contract or something like that because it happens so fast, like so fast. It's just within that one episode, there's a little bit of an arc and then they're gone and then they have to just write it out. Yeah. Um, But he he also, I think this is obviously the most acting he's done in the entire season. He's always been a supporting character, but they really let him flex a little bit and he got to, he got to be tortured. He got to be He had like a real nice goodbye. Yeah, I think that was a pretty uh, pretty reasonable send-off for, uh, I don't want to say he's a beloved character, but, uh, you, you know, it's charming enough, I guess. Ew, don't use that word. <laughs> charming? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> should I boo myself? Yeah. I, we haven't done this all the episodes, so I'll give it this. I'll get that. That's, that's fair enough. Uh, okay, we have, some, we have some new sound effects for, uh, for our spots. First off, we need to find out. You ready for this? Who is your MVP? How do you feel about that? This I was hearing this for the first time, so I need I need oh to my feedback god. now. <laughs> uh, that was either an oh my god, that's way too much, you're an idiot, or oh my god, we're amazing. It's <laughs> so both. funny. It's probably both. Can you do it uh, again? Sure. I have to. I have to actually say the whole sentence. Who is your MVP? <laughs> so extra why why am i like this i wish it was the voices from jersey shore mvp oh i can make that happen that's a good idea i'm gonna write that down that's actually a really good idea i love that actually this is good wait till we get to this to the ratings uh who is your mvp oh we're pouring one out for graham this week i i feel like we have to right i feel like we have to i feel as though mvp 
can also be replaced with who we're pouring one out for when they die. Because we know there's a lot of deaths that are coming. Like, Yeah, that's true. We know everybody doesn't make it in Storybrooks. So, like, I feel like when a character goes out like they did, that they deserve their own spot. And Graham really yeah. did try. He saved Snow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to give it to him for that. I think I would give it to him even if he didn't die. Because and he, he remembered. Really, he really did do the work. <laughs> yeah, he remembered. He finally he saved threw Snow. Henry he, a bone. Like, finally, our bone, yeah. little precious baby angel Henry gets a moment <laughs> where he does not feel crazy. Uh, yeah, and he stood up to Regina. Uh, yes. Like, with no hesitation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, Graham. So, Graham, Graham gets the unanimous MVP. Uh, good for you, Graham. Well deserved. Rest in May peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, so here is it's time to rate the episode. And I have okay. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out. This happened on Discord. If you want to be a part of the crazy party that is after we're not taping and putting out episodes. The party's on Discord, so go to the show notes and click the link because it's really fun over there. One of our listeners, Caroline, had mentioned uh, that she would like to do something related to Mr. Gold. She wanted gold, a gold star. She thought that was a good idea. I was, and immediately both Isla and I were like, I love this. This is a great idea. I'm actually mad at ourselves for not thinking of that. So may I, for the first time, present our, our rating section? Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's the first annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence, Nothing or some needs other to be rating. Changed. Beautiful. <laughs> I love. We're it. working on it. <laughs> the first annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence will be our new rating section. Uh, so, how many Mr. Gold's Gold Stars would you give this episode? I'm going to give it a four. Four gold stars. Do explain. It's a damn good episode. So besides the cringy sex talk that happened throughout the entire episode, bring me to bring him to my bedchamber. My bedchamber. Like, I hate, hated that. <laughs> um, it was good. It was a, just a genuinely good episode. Like. I felt like we were hooked from the beginning. The transitions were great this episode, which I feel like oh, sometimes yeah. sometimes they're a little rocky where you're like, all right, we yeah. get it. We're in Starbrook. All right, we're in the Enchanted Forest. This was right. the woods one going from the castle to Mary Margaret's mm-hmm. apartment. Like they beautiful. Yeah. Chef's kiss. I solid agree. I could not four agree episode. Solid four. I think it's a solid four too. I think uh, I think it has some uh, problems that happen from the soap opera perspective that you have to do. You know what I mean? Like the, I'm going to kiss three them. girls in and one And we're night. not going to fix them 10 years later. So No. And again, I will continue to say that viewing it as a soap opera and not as a traditional drama, I think Perhaps. gives it more license for those kinds of ridiculous type of mm-hmm. things you know what i mean like having yep. him kiss emma and then go in and like just make out with regina and henry's not home right and then sleep like it's and then being like oh well yes uh, snow is yeah or regina is the husband of snow's father which makes her the stepmother and then graham is the huntsman and they were together like all of those little character connections is very soap opery and it feels a little forced Unless you think like, well, actually, that's how soap operas are done. Then you're like, oh, well, it's not so forced anymore. That's just that's the medium. That's the yeah. format. Um, 
but I do think that there there's some clunky character development that we that shouldn't be so clunky you know like mary margaret shouldn't be this dumb and like emma keeps i think the flip-flopping of emma between i can take care of myself uh graham please come baby me uh i you know mary margaret you're doing a horrible thing oh you should definitely be interested in this creepo dr whale like the flip-floppy nature i'm like i wish the character was a little more consistent um and i feel like there are there are five mr gold gold star episodes there are and we're not there yet we're not there yet but this is a very like it kept us intrigued and i think that the twists were consistent all the way through where you're like first of all you don't even know that he's the huntsman at the beginning because they previous to this episode and i don't even know if that was planned because they were like well we need to write him off well let's make him the huntsman and let's like i don't know if they planned that from the beginning of the season or something or if they if they did do this quickly i think a great job on a on a quick thing if they did it slowly i think i think it was still a pretty great job making that twist at the very beginning of the episode and then continuing to take you through like what kind of huntsman is he because he wasn't even the same huntsman that we're used to like yeah. we know that he let her go. That's the part of the story. But this huntsman felt different. This this whole really pushing on the compassion part. Part I love animals. Animals have honor. I cry over them. And then to turn that character into a character that can't feel is. I mean, that's just beautiful. wild. I, I love it. So good for Mr. Gold's gold stars from both of us. I really love this. <laughs> I was looking for trumpet fanfare and then I remembered that I was obsessed with Masterpiece Theater as a kid, which is what that's from. And I used to sing that song around my house and I was like, oh, I got it. I (laughs) just want to be like, chaos and bloodshed, not (laughs) a solution. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it's uh, it's that time of the show where we send you off uh, with a little view into what is going to happen for the next episode and the next episode is entitled desperate souls episode eight ready here we go yes <laughs> it's loading <laughs> so, so anticlimactic two people oh i can see it this week two people with a common enemy <laughs> can accomplish even more common enemy america spellbound returns Next Sunday. Are you really going up against me? An all new episode. Girl, yes. His name's Ruffle Steelskin. I have an <gasps> ally. You already owe him one favor. You don't want to owe him anymore. Oh. As the battle of good versus evil continues. I can't go along with this. You just did. ABC's Once Upon a Time. All new next Sunday at 8 7 Central. 8 7 Central. Next I will Sunday. be there. Okay, slow your roll. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Trying to play two promos at once. Uh, that that looked like a heavy Rumpelstiltskin episode. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. I'm excited Emma's about making that. a deal with Mr. Gold. Henry knows. That's bad news, Bears. And she already did, like, super cash in the Cinderella episode. She was like, oh, I'll owe you something. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. And that looked like, that. those flashbacks looked like Rumpel pre-crazy imp. He was, like, all poor and, like, weird looking. So, yeah. like, we don't... So I wonder if we're going to get into, I don't remember where this falls in the timeline. Like, is this the like, you know, is this even further back in time? Oh, man, I'm excited about that. Uh, Well, hopefully you lasted this long in our in our crazy circus of an episode. That's why we called it Storybrooke Circus, because I kind of had a feeling that days like today would happen. (laughs) And it's a little wild. But uh, here we are. We hope you liked this episode. 
uh, for you know, pour one out for our homie, the Huntsman. Uh, if you want to call our voicemail, as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, it's 207-536-8512. Call in with a eulogy. Yes. For the Huntsman. Oh my God. We need some eulogies. We need to. We need some like. Let's We're holding say a, few a funeral words. next episode <laughs> for our boy Graham. Teddy Graham. I really, I really think we don't ever see him again. He doesn't even come back in like a anything. No. He's just gone. I'm pretty sure he's just. That's it. Oh, we are having a funeral for Graham next week. So yeah, if you want to get in on that, make sure to call our number. Yep. Uh, our Instagram is the SBC pod. Our email is the SBC pod at gmail.com. You can reach us in both of those places and let us know what you think of the show or tell us that we're weird and that we should do things better. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever we it take is, it all. read it on the air. Yeah. We're, we're cool with everything. Uh, so yeah, I think that wraps it up for this week. And until next time, I don't have a catchphrase for the end of the show. I don't know why I say until all next time. All magic comes with a price. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>